Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The government is still lying to us as recently last as last week, the CDC. Maybe you heard this story. It bounced around media a lot that uh, the COVID is starting to hit young people hard. Oh, did I, you hear that? The COVID's starting to hit young people hard. I heard it repeatedly. I'll just read from the op-ed. It'll fill in the blanks here. The pandemic's toll on teen mental health. The CDC tried to spark a panic about COVID hospitalizations while ignoring the real crisis. And this is all from their own numbers. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released a report last week warning that adolescent hospitalizations due to COVID-19 were on the rise. The media picked up with the message and ran with it. That's why you heard about it. But it isn't true. The CDC misrepresented their own data and played down a more important finding that provides further evidence that pandemic control measures are likely having a serious adverse impact on young people's mental health. The CDC truncated its own analysis at the precise date, April 24th, that would cast an increase in teen hospitalizations in the worst possible light. You can always do that with data. You take a chart, you pick the right place to start and the right place to stop, and then you can build a narrative on that. And it can be, you know, the place where you stopped and started could possibly be the exact opposite of what the overall chart tells you if you zoom out from it. And it would seem that the CDC did that. Why is your own government lying about their own statistics to try to, Paint the narrative that young people are uh, getting the COVID at higher rates. I just think it's part of the whole trying to dupe slash convince everybody into getting vaccinated. So they had to sell a narrative to young Americans. So they tried to cast an increase in teen hospitalizations in the worst possible light. The 10% rise in early March that attracted so many headlines last, last week was similar to rises in other age groups 
and declined sharply by late April. Adolescent hospitalizations for COVID were back down to 0.6 per 100,000 by late May. They, they already had those numbers. They could have told you that, but they didn't. Um, and well below the rate of 2.6 for the adult U.S. population. Moreover, COVID cases among children have now fallen by 84%. Hospitalizations are down by 69% since January. They had those numbers that was in their own charts. They just chose not to emphasize it. But while the CDC oversold the teen COVID narrative, it failed to emphasize their own numbers uh, in the study on um, mental health. 20%. Of teen hospitalizations in the study between Jan 1 and March 31st were for psychiatric emergencies, not COVID. Yikes. They didn't break that out of their own numbers. That's unbelievable. Although pandemic-related closures have made it difficult to study the mental health of children during the past year, the available data point to a crisis. Lockdowns and school closures have led to a greater incidence of obesity and eating disorders, according to Stanford Children's Health Network. Since the start of the pandemic, overall health care utilization rates have been low and many elective visits including mental health services were unavailable this exacerbated what the cdc has identified as a pre-existing mental health treatment gap for children in the u.s uh let me jump down because this next part is good um here we go here we go Uh, Capturing subtle declines in mental health is difficult. Suicides and emergency department visits quantify only extreme outcomes, but the trends for both in California are alarming. Data from the Children's Hospital of Oakland show a 66% increase in 10 to 17-year-olds screening positive for active or recent suicide ideation in its emergency department between March and October of last year. I I realize that's a lot of numbers and dates. The proportion of children seeking emergency mental health services who required immediate hospitalization, including for eating disorders, rose 75% in 2020. 75%. Wow. That is unbelievable. That's astounding. It's terrifying. And now a quote from somebody at John Muir Medical Center in Walnut Creek, California. We've never seen numbers like this in such a short period of time. I mean, we've seen a year's worth of suicide attempts in the last four weeks. A year's worth of suicide attempts in the last four weeks. And for some reason, the CDC buried those numbers and emphasized a misleading number about COVID. I just think it is a a combination of a cover-up of horrific, indefensible policies and continued tribal signaling of the weirdest sort of way. But I I don't know. It's, It's beyond disgusting to me. It's one of the most disappointing things I've ever seen as a human being, the way we've abused our children through COVID. And as I've said earlier, my own anecdotal evidence, I haven't heard of a, I don't know a single parent who has been worried about their children getting COVID. I know a half dozen parents who have been, probably more if I thought about it for much longer, that we've had conversations about the mental health of their children. Like every parent that I that I'm close enough to that you would have that conversation has expressed how concerned as we are with our kids of their mental health. Not worried about the COVID that never has even come up. But every parent I know close enough to talk about this has talked about the mental health. It's got to be close to 100 percent of parents have that concern. Why would your government ignore that? Well, Joe's explained why, but they shouldn't do that. They should. Well, first of all. People that are into statistics shouldn't be in the business of trying to make them point to anything. No, no. This is one of the darkest periods, I think, I've seen in terms of 
people's ability to commit evil acts, uh, whether of commission or omission, to protect themselves and their egos or to serve their own interests. It's it's shocking. This is a dark chapter in American history, and it continues. Boy, the teachers' just... unions among the leaders of the evil, politicians. This on this just shocking. We just got this text, horrifying. And teen girls are leading the uh, the charge and all this stuff. Not oh, yeah. not surprisingly, really. The my fourteen year old daughter attempted suicide last month in Sacramento. The teen mental health hospitals were so full that she had to go to John Muir in Concord, which is like an hour away, if you don't know how far away that is, for a five-day stay. It was the closest place with an open bed. I remember the hospital system we talked about in Colorado that had declared an emergency as if there was a massive fire or or, or a terrible flood or, or a pandemic, for that matter, because of all the teen suicide attempts in their area. Your teen daughter... Attempt suicide, obviously you want to be close to her the entire five days she's in the hospital. She has to go somewhere an hour away because the beds are all full. Yeah. At the mental health hospital for teens. That should be a national story that we talk about for days at a time and cable news shows focus on. Why isn't it? It's got to be because of the weird politics of who was pro-closure and who was pro-opening. You know, you, you got to blame the people who actually did the awful, awful things and in the name of ideology committed terrible mistakes on policy. But it was it was the Trump factor. People were so insane about Trump. If he said we should be open, they would embrace closure to the point of religious fervor. If the children kill themselves, if they die of anorexia, if they're set back years in their education, we don't care. We just have to counter Trump. It, I, I swear to God, I don't know. This is why God grants immortality. This is a good this text. This is making me insane. This is a good text. Send the stats on teen suicide and mental health to John Cox. He's one of the Republicans running for governor in California against Gavin Newsom in the recall. That's what he should be talking about, not stupid beauty and the beast. Yeah, no kidding. Hammer Gavin all day, every day about what the school closures and the shutdown has done to teen mental health. Hit wow. him with all the stats in California of you. There's not an open bed in the state if your if your daughter wants tries to commit suicide because all the beds are full. This is what the policies have gotten you. You could do some pretty pretty over the top, but true and uh, justifiable ads on this topic. I think we're talking to Kevin Faulkner next week, aren't we? Yeah, maybe we'll he's running that for advice. governor of Cal Unicornia. It would be over the top, but I, I, I don't I think, think so. I think I don't you think could, so at all. I, I think you could perfectly justify some sort of ad, you know, with a teen girl and you know some imagery about suicide, and say this is what Gavin Newsom's policies have gotten us. Well, the policies and their results have been over the top. They've been horrific. So if the attacks are very strong. I think that's only appropriate. God, it's just some of the worst governance in our nation's history. It is. It truly is. And the children are the victims. Ooh. And I just, it's hard. Not only is it hard to convince people of that conclusion, it's hard to even get them to consider the question, which, again, is going to make me completely insane. Yeah. You know, I'd like to write the, write the ad copy, write the ad for these ads. And they, they'd be devastating. I don't know if they'd, they'd get you to win, but... 
I care more about the issues than the, than the political races. I'd love to have that issue out there front and center. The rest of the race for governor. This is what your your teenage daughter wants. Doesn't want to be alive anymore. That's what Gavin Newsom's policies have gotten us. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong Eddie. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.